1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. BQL Daily right here on the BQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. Yeah, it's not just the NFL playoffs we're looking forward to. We're looking forward to tonight. This is one of the great football weeks of the year, like from tonight through next Monday. In terms of eight days of football, you know, we get the national title game tonight, Mm -hmm. college football, three straight days of playoff games in the NFL next week, including a Monday night game. We'll get to the NFC slate coming up. Some great guests in this show. Brad Power is going to join us and Pam Maldonado to give us their insight with tonight. But let's let's give our first thoughts. I mean, not first thoughts, but, you know, tonight's thoughts as we get forward to look forward to this game. TCU, Georgia, not the title game anyone predicted before the season. Uh, But Georgia goes for back to back. They are 13 point favorites tonight. Over TCU over at BED MGM, 63 and a half on the total. I mean, I felt from the, then after watching on New Year's Eve, I felt the line is heavy. I mean, it doesn't mean they're not going to cover it, it doesn't mean Jordan's not going to win. It just feels heavy. I mean, TCU is, they've earned my respect, Aaron. What they did to Michigan against a, you know, a, a physical team, they, they earned my respect. I, I think they are capable tonight of being in this game. I
2: agree. I mean, winning outright as eight point dogs beating Michigan is impressive. And, um, you know, I think when it opened up at 13 and a half, that was a good look. And then we saw it, um, the line dropped down to 12 and a half. Then it got back up again. Uh, meanwhile, Georgia, who is undefeated, ranks first overall. I mean, they just barely beat Ohio State 42 to 41 in the sem- semifinals and failed to cover as Four and a half point favorite so um selfishly uh i'm i put tcu with the lions in a little parlay 13 to one money line parlay. <laughs> i would love for that oh to hit. yeah cash out cash out <laughs> i got a look, gotta look. Do- i didn't even yeah, Consider that. Okay. Well, yeah. Win. I mean, covering covering this number is one thing, winning outright on the money line is totally different. But I like TCU uh on the spread here.
0: Uh, does anybody think that TCU has a chance of winning? Will this game be decided in the fourth quarter? Right. I mean, that's basically what we're looking at for them to be to be in the mix. Uh, and th- that would likely mean a cover. Not not always, but it would likely mean a cover, assuming this number stays the same at around uh, 13 total of 63 and a half or is it going to be one-sided action it's going to be domination all night decided early maybe even turn off the tv in the second quarter i mean that's so what my, i think is interesting
1: my worry is i don't know if tcu can actually stop georgia now did they really stop michigan yeah. they got turnovers right turnovers changed that football game but i think michigan had over 500 yards in the game if you ask me tonight, can they stop Georgia's running game? Can they stop stop Georgia's playmakers? I don't think they can. They have to take the ball yeah. away. So that's my worry about them having a real chance to win. Joe, I mean, I, I think there's a chance they're down 20 and then they get score a touchdown and then they cover the number. Like, I just the number feels heavy. But do you think this is a seven-point game, 10-point game in the fourth quarter? I think Georgia no. has to turn the ball over for that to be a reality.
0: I don't think that's going to be the case. I had the same initial reaction with the game and the line when it popped, too, about TCU. I'm, I, I'm not going to doubt Duggan anymore. They, they've accomplished so much. They'll be able to hang around. And if anything, I actually think that Ohio State game is going to be more of a wake-up call for them and how hyper-focused they're going to be um, in preparing for this game. I I just I have a hard time finding the advantage. Where's the TCU advantage? And then... A lot of uh, there's a lot of areas where it's like, whoa, like double, triple check mark Georgia in the trenches. I mean, it's, it's going to be tough for them. Um, I, I just think it's going to be an animal they haven't seen before. First off, Georgia in the SEC doesn't let Stetson Bennett get sacked. Like he gets sacked 1.1% of the time this season. Right. TCU, that's probably their biggest weakness. They don't have a pass rush. So I'm thinking he's going to have all day back there. Like, How many times have we been surprised by Betts, by Stetson Bennett's performances from time to time? It feels like that's going to be a spot for me. Like, Just offensively, the Bulldogs are viewed as a team. It's like, oh, well, they have such a great defense. They do. They do. But when you start looking at their offense as well in a tough conference, you start, well, they have a run game. Bennett can explode from time to time. They've got the receivers. I mean, in the trenches, both sides of the ball, they're terrific. We mentioned the great defense. I don't know where they're weak. How do you attack this team? You've got to be able to light up that scoreboard like Ohio State did. Can, can Duggan do that? Yes. Yes, they can. But since Georgia has a terrific offense as well, what concerns me is that TCU defense, they give up a lot of explosive plays. Thirteen percent of the time, they're giving up an explosive play. That's 82nd in the country. So we might see some big plays down the field for mm-hmm. the Bulldogs.
2: Well, what about on the other side? TCU receiver Quentin Johnston. He's six four. Um, he's become Duggins. You know, one of his favorite targets. He can really stretch the field. Maybe he could be a bit of an X factor here if they're going to try to light up the scoreboard and stick around and cover.
1: I think he can be. I mean, he's he's a top 15 pick in the NFL draft. I mean, Michigan had no chance against him. When he got in the open field, he was making a ton of plays. Do we, do we have any um, any news on the running back for TCU? Because 50-50 is what it seemed like throughout the weekend. Um, right. I mean, they, they need everyone they get. Kendra Miller, uh, game time decision 50-50. They need every playmaker they could get on the field to, to keep up here. Um, I know we're going to have Brad Powers in the show coming up a little bit. He put out something this weekend that I forgot about because, you know, TC got off to a good start and they were a long shot. We kept talking about that. I feel like every time we had Jason Scott on, we asked him, like, why is TCU so low? Right? Because we thought they could get to the playoff. This was possible. And they kept putting them mm-hmm. at 50 to 1, 75 to 1. So Brad Powers is going to join us in a little bit. In the summer, he saw a 1,000 to 1 on TCU to win the national title. 1,000 to 1. <laughs> this would be one of the biggest shocks wow. in college history. I mean, we see, it's more like an NCAA basketball champion, right? Like a Cinderella that makes the Final Four. This isn't like game to game like that, where it's like one weekend, a team goes from nowhere to the... But like TCU winning the national title this year, no one had that. No one saw this coming four months ago. No. And they're here no. now. A,
0: a team that nobody... Wow. A team that nobody... They're not popular too, right? Like that's the other part of it. I I think we would hear people say that they could compete in the conference uh, over the sure. summer, but as far as getting this far, no. Another, no, I think that's the lesson. If you think a team can't compete for the conference, you might as well, because you never know. With an, ex, you have a potentially explosive offense. We know about Sonny Dykes. I mean, that for him just to compete tonight, that would be a big victory for them. Uh, what about the totals? Anybody interested? We're sixty-three and a half at Betmgm. Uh, team totals, I think we're Georgia 38 and a half, TCU 24 and a half. Any opinions anywhere? I, I'd want to go Georgia over, but I, you know, I've got to get to 40 just to win a bet. It's like, ah, I don't really want to you know, do that.
1: They are worrisome numbers. At the same point, we had, what, 179, I think it was, points scored on, on New Year's Eve. So, like, yeah. and these teams were part of those games. So maybe we're just looking at, the, I mean, the kind of matchups where points are scoring. I do wonder about Max Duggan's running ability. Because wasn't that how C.J. Stroud really made Georgia pay? And he doesn't usually yeah. run that much. You know, the TCU quarterback runs a lot more than he does. So I wonder if that's a way that TCU stays on the field and converts first downs and scores. It is a lot of points, Joe. But we just I, I thought that in the last games. So I was like, oh, that's a lot of points in these games. The, I didn't think Michigan TCU was going to be anywhere. It was almost 100 points in that game.
0: So, on the TCU side, lowest they scored all year was 17 at Texas. Let's see, 20, 28 in that loss to Kansas State mm-hmm. in conference championship. And 29 against Baylor. So, But now they're obviously facing the best defense they've gone against all season long. So, they've gone over that number 24 and a half every game but the Texas game. But um, would it surprise anyone if it's, you know, just a complete mismatch and Duggan doesn't look like he did the, enti- the rest of the season and they're held to 13 or less?
1: Not if they get down and they have to be one-dimensional and they're just trying to throw the ball down the field and Duggan's getting picked off. Like, that could happen. I mean, I, I could see mm-hmm. that. I just... The matchup, I don't know how TCU gets past. I think they're 80th in success rate, stopping the run, and Georgia's a top-10 running team in the country. Couldn't you see Georgia just running the ball down their throat? I mean, that's, that feels like the kind of game we could get here tonight.
0: So I was looking at the quarterback props because that's mm-hmm. what I find interesting, Bennett and Duggan. And <laughs> which, which quarterback do you guys think they set at a higher number for passing yards? Duggan. Bennett by a wide margin. bennett's because is two seventy-seven and a half. That's a lot. Duggins is. I know because I wanted to bet Bennett props. Exactly, that's why I was looking at you it. That's uh, a
2: lot. I know that's crazy.
0: Two seventy-seven and a half for Bennett. Two thirty-four and a half for Duggan. And that tell you what bizarre. they think is going to happen. Yeah.
1: yeah. But it's kind of interesting because you would think one if one team gets up with the run, Duggan has to throw, has to throw a lot,
2: and unfortunately his interception prop is minus two fifteen. (laughs) Boo.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm so. What do you guys think about uh, Quentin Johnson, that wide receiver? His uh, rushing prop or sorry, receiving prop eighty eight and a half. And he had 163 yards against Michigan.
1: I mean, he's their guy too, right? He's, he's the one that breaks the big plays. He doesn't need 10 catches to do this.
2: In a recent quote, he sees flaws in Georgia's uh, in Georgia's secondary. I don't know. We'll see. That could just be all talk.
1: Yeah, it might it might have been best to keep that to himself instead of saying. I like, agree. That's cool some game.
2: bulletin <laughs> bo- board material, Quentin. What are we doing? Keep that to Come yourself. On,
0: they, they do have Kendra Miller props up, which we usually – I mean, in the NFL, at least, we usually don't see those posted if there's any right. question about a player. They do have his props up. Anytime score is minus 180. Woo. Anytime score, minus 180. They're 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 expecting a lot of scoring. If you just look at the anytime touchdown props tonight, mm-hmm. I see four players listed at minus 160 or higher. That's crazy.
2: Well, Never so see that. Does that make you think you want to bet the over then? Or are you just going to stick with props? Because it seems like these props are telling us it's going to be higher scoring.
0: Yeah, but uh, no, I'm not going to bet the over because I could also see Georgia blow out, but the under hits because TCU doesn't do their part.
1: What do you, what do we make of different sports books that are putting out different information on what they're seeing over the last couple of days or so? But it seems like a lot of the tickets are on TCU. Is yeah. it because we yeah. we thought like it's just a lot of points? I mean, you would think a a big program that won last year, SEC <laughs> program, like people would think they're going to smash TC. Did the TC win people over on 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 uh, New Year's Eve?
2: I that think makes so. me feel it's better. a little engine that could. I think they just became a public team because people had been doubting mm-hmm. them, and that's what I'm thinking. It's like, oh, it's such a good little underdog story. <laughs>
0: People want it to happen. Some people are going to bet on what they want to see happen. They they want the underdog to take down the powerhouse, little old TCU, even though they're they're a power conference team, uh, going against big bad Georgia. And then they're like, "I'm. Uh, do they have to answer any more questions after seeing them get to the championship?" And I think a lot of people finally said, "Okay, yeah, they're for real. I'm in. I hope they win. Love this quarterback. Love this coach. And they're going to bet on it." And that would make me feel better about georgia
1: <laughs> yeah i hope we're wrong but there's a, i have a feeling like yeah. you mentioned earlier there's the wild card games that aren't great in terms of like wow i can't wait to watch that one this one feel i hope we're wrong i hope some. What, this game is great tonight but doesn't it feel like georgia ohio state was the national championship game i feel like i was mm-hmm. watching the title game that night
0: both That's games good.
1: both games right you, yeah but
0: you, like you think that the winner of that game TV. Do you think if Ohio State's in, we're saying the same thing about the Buckeyes. That they're gonna win in a route or no?
1: Mm, maybe. If, know, if that's the championship so that... yeah, but I, I felt I mean? that. I don't know what we I don't know what the perception would be. I just felt like those are the two best teams of college football. we watched them play so in the do... semifinal.
0: Also Bennett, um over one and a half touchdowns, minus two twenty five. Jeez. Wow. That's no fun yeah so are you guys sticking with tcu or no
2: i cashed out my uh parlay by the way thank
1: you so the answer is no
2: so i mean come on money line if i would have bet them on the spread i probably would have let it ride but just get the money while you can
1: i'm out
0: oh you get the mega cast right get the mega cast tonight
1: Yes, we do get a mega guess. It's all ESPN, every channel they have all night. Um, I still think it's a lot of points. I still think they could be down 20 and score a touchdown, and then you don't cover the game. That, that's a lot of points in a national championship game. Brad Spielberg, pro football focus. He joins us next as we look ahead to wild card weekend in the NFL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.